guys. So this is it. The Fit Golf Club podcast. Tuesday evening live in the Fit Golf Club. Uh, a group with over two and a half thousand members, all male golfers um, looking to get themselves in shape. And the idea is that I'm here to help you transform your body, transform your game and transform your life. All right. And that is the mission. And with good reason. Uh, like, did you know that 64% of male golfers are classified as seriously overweight? And that's the whole purpose of, of what we do. Um, and this leads to crippling conditions such as diabetes, uh, coronary heart disease. Um, and yet only 28% of men over 40 actively take part in meaningful exercise and Sort of side note, that doesn't include golf. Golf is not meaningful exercise, it's just walking. Okay. Walking and getting massively frustrated with a little white ball. Uh, I'm sure we can all agree with that as my camera again goes on the blink. Well, this is going to be one of those, isn't it? It's going to be one of those. But we'll battle through, we'll battle through. So we're on a mission to change this for you. We want you to play for longer, live for longer, and enjoy a healthy active retirement, later years in golf, later years with your family. This is all important stuff. And it's something that means a lot to me to be able to help people like that. People regularly will say to me, it's changed their lives and, and the things that we do, um, being part of the group, getting back their health and fitness, their self-esteem, um, fitting into nice clothes again, things like that, getting their relationships back on track, their mental state. It means a lot to me to be able to help people with that. Um, if it means a lot to you, then drop me a comment below or reach out to talk, me about, talk to me about it um, and how we can help you get the most out of your life, your golf, um, and, and everything else that we've got to look forward to. We really have got things to look forward to. And I have a lot of conversations with guys in the group, outside the group, and Tons of tons of guys are getting themselves really bogged down in the not so fun part of life. Um, and I see health and fitness and being healthy and being fit as an absolute necessity. I do not want to live uh, in my later years in pain, discomfort, ill health. I want to be fighting fit for as long as possible to enjoy absolutely every moment I have got here with you and uh, also with my family as well so before we get started i'd just like to say that i do really appreciate you guys um, and the support that you give me in the group on the podcast your comments your messages the engagement uh, so i urge you to again really get stuck into this podcast today's episode ask questions along the way commenting throughout so we'll try and pick those up and i'll try and keep up and answer them all either now or on the replay, or afterwards, I will catch up with them. Um, if you know anybody in your club, your four ball, your driving range, um, you know, that would benefit from this kind of advice and support and professional advice and support around their health and fitness, their golf, then please share these posts that I put out on my personal profile, send me a friend request, um, sh share the messages that I put out there because it is, it's not secret it's something I want to share with the world and people like yourselves and everybody should be benefiting from this and I'd love to be able to speak to golf clubs and the decision makers in and around those venues um, it is a difficult door to break down they're very much stuck in the ways but 
if somebody from the inside can help, do it, do it. This stuff's important. If for me, if people, if, if they want people to enjoy their course, spend time there, then they need to be looking after them with their health and fitness. And, and that's what I'm willing to do on their behalf. So sharing the post makes a massive difference. And if I, if I can help any of your closest friends, share the group, share the link, um, and, and let's, let's grow the group in a nice organic way with like-minded people. All right, so the group is obviously set up for guys just like you, all right, that are looking to get themselves in shape. It's a running theme, obviously, that we're looking to lose weight, build muscle, get stronger, get a more durable body for life and for enjoying the fruits of good health, but also enjoying the fruits of good golf as well. Uh, and this is usually something we start to think about in January for some reason. Right. But but what about now? That's the question, really. What about now? Like, what would you normally do from this point on? Like in the as the dark nights are drawing in, what does what does this year or October onwards look like for you typically? All right. Is it the start of a downward spiral? Okay, so just drop it in the comments in the comment section. I'll, I'll give it 30 seconds. Drop it in the comment section and let me know what you would traditionally do from this point on um sort of end of september onwards see there's a few of you watching listening in so i'll wait for your comments i think it's really important thought process um and, and we need to change it so is this the start of that downward spiral does it really does it really need to be what if we what if think about it? What if we arrive in January ahead of the game for once? What what opportunities does that open up for us? Um, it's a massive, massive change for you if traditionally you arrive in January hanging on for grim life after Christmas and everything else that goes before that. Um, what if we can limit the damage at the very least? Would that be a huge step forward? I believe it would be. I was talking to a guy today and that was the conversation we were having. Yes, he's got a lot of socials coming up, but what do we do? Do we let that sort of make him put eight to 12 pounds on maybe? Or do we try and limit that damage and keep it off? And then actually really is ahead of the game. Uh, and it's just a change of mindset and looking at it and thinking about it from that kind of, that kind of viewpoint. So just think about it for a second. And I just want you to get involved in the comments below. So I'm just checking in and Ian, yep, eating and drinking. It's, it's, it's funny, isn't it? It's our entertainment. It's, it's almost what becomes our entertainment. And we're going to cover that in this podcast because I'm really acutely aware of it. Um, so when we, when we think about it, like, I, I want you to get involved in this as well, is like, how was your... Let's think about this year just gone. So how was your 2021? Okay. Like, how do you feel about your health, your game? When you start to, like, review, like, let's just take this as a little review section. Like, did you achieve what you set out to achieve in 2021? And I know there's been obstacles um, and it's been a tough year. And we can, we can put all the excuses up. We can list them and these reasons. But actually... We could have overcome them. We really could have if they meant that much to us. Uh, and if, if we weren't just on repeat mode, because a lot of us live on repeat mode. Literally, we are sleepwalking through life. 
doing exactly the same things, the same point in time, same people, same venues. You know, we but we can change this and, and we choose not to a lot of the time. And it does cost us in the long run. Okay, so what was your 2021 like compared to what you wanted it to be like? Okay. Like I said, how do you feel about your health? Did you achieve what you wanted to set out? And, and why was that? Um, and when, when I talk about it with people, there's three three big things that do stick out to me. Um, and this is how we're going to start to fix this. Number one is that you didn't set a target. And this is not just January the 1st setting a target. This is every single morning when you open your eyes, setting a target, or before you go to bed, setting a target for the next day. I think that is the most important thing for your own confidence, um, for your own well-being, and for your own health, and your own sense of achievement. All right? So, for example, myself, I'll set a target of having 10 conversations in a day. Um, for example, it matches with something small on a business sense or coaching sense. And I set my sights on that as my priority for the day. And then when I've achieved it, I feel great. I feel like I've actually achieved something that has moved the needle for other people, for me, for the service, for the business and all that. And it comes down to the same stuff with, with your health. Um, like, did you set a target? Because if you wake up every morning and say to yourself, you're going to do X, Y, and Z, or just X, X and Y. I'm going to cover this a bit more in a second. Um, you're more likely to achieve it. Okay, so that's a huge point. Excuse me. The second point is, did you have any accountability other than yourself? No, you didn't. Guys are absolutely renowned for wanting to do things on their own. I'm the same. I am the same. Um, I'm a guy, believe it or not. Um, we just, we've got this thing where... And this is where self-service comes in. So we'll watch a YouTube video, listen to maybe things that I say, maybe, um, and, and other bits and pieces. We, we try and self-serve, and it doesn't serve us. It, it massages our ego into thinking that we are actually trying. Okay, so watching a Joe Wicks video doesn't qualify for getting involved in doing his program, for example, watching my video that I put out today or yesterday doesn't qualify for being involved, you know, doesn't qualify for taking action, listening to this podcast, consuming, 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 instead of um, contributing and producing. I think that's a massive difference. We need to be, we need to not be consumers and be producers. So having that accountability other than yourself, is a huge, huge thing. And the third point is that we actually allow everything else to overcome our own health and fitness. And that's the truth, for most of us at least, okay? So we'll let all of, just we'll just let life swamp us and stop us making progress because it's easy for us to say, oh, I had this thing come up, that thing come up. My daughters, we'll, blame, we'll literally blame on individuals that we love. My daughters... Uh, flipping pony party, whatever they do, and what my wife's this, my kids, my, my work, anything to deflect attention away from us. And this is not me beating down on you. This is human psychology. 
we're, we're, we're designed to to do this it's it's how we it's how we cope it's our it's our sort of our mental um our mental pathways that we use we, we don't want to be culpable for his own actions we want to blame everybody else look look at everything look at everything that's going on today with the fuel people on facebook kicking off that um people are going up and filling up their uh, cars with fuel and taking it away from everybody else but i guarantee you that everybody's done it I guarantee you at some point, because we all, we, we all need fuel, don't we? We all need fuel. So we, we're just, we're, we're quite hypocritical. Um, so, you know, and it's the same when it comes to his health and fitness. All right. So I've got a question for you. And I think it's a really, really important one. I'll just check the comments. Ian Reid, good to see you. It's been a good year for me so far. I'm tired and distressing. Don't fit for golf. Excellent, mate. It's not fit for golf. Come on, at least use the right business. <laughs> Come on, you promoted somebody else inadvertently. No, you have been excellent this, this year, Ian. You've been great working with you. Really, really diligent guy, Ian. Does his work. Um, sets his, do, does those three things on autopilot. Sets his target. Holds himself accountable. Checks in with me to check that accountability and check learning and check progress and doesn't allow other things to overcome him. He works around them, sees it coming, plans ahead, gets the job done. So Ian's the perfect example of what you can do. Um, the question is, are you going to let that story or those stories repeat next year and the year after? And for this year, the remainder of this year? It's been on repeat for a hell of a long time, let's face it. We literally do go round and round and round in circles in every area of his lives, whether it's Business, fitness, family, love, personal life, we go around in circles, employment, whatever. Uh, and, you know, we, we, need to, we need to change that. Let, let, let's change it. It's actually not that hard to do, and the benefits are huge. It's just, again, it's this stepping outside of your comfort zone. We've got this nice little cycle that we're comfortable in because we know what happens, even... Even the shit that happens, we're comfortable with it because we know how to deal with it. And that's why we, st we stay in this little sort of comfort zone, um, padded cushions and everything there. We, we know what to expect. There's no scariness. There's nothing nothing to shock us. Again, linking it back to a psychology, it's, there's no surprise attack by a saber-toothed tiger or a lion or whatever. We, we're, we're hunkered up in our little cave and we're happy because we know what's going on. We know that that spider's not poisonous, uh, all, all that stuff. It, it, it's, it's, not, it doesn't, it's not just happened over the last 10 years, last 20 years. It's happened over thousands of years, this, guys. It's inbred into us. And this is what we're up against, against when we're trying to change things. So I don't take it lightly at all, okay? And, and I'm, like I said, this is why I'm not beating down on you. I'm trying to, trying to explain to you the link between our psychology and change because it is a psychology uh, issue. Okay, um, so as I said, we, we, my my job is to make things simpler and faster for people. Essentially, it's to help them out of that comfort zone and to make progress. And if it's simple and it's fast, then it's working perfectly. And that is my job. Um, so I'm going to give you six steps to getting in better shape before 2022. Um, and one of the lessons that we're going to learn is from the Ryder Cup team. Okay. 
or the beating that we took. You know, something good has got to come out of the Ryder Cup this week. So I thought I'm going to find something that that links that is a benefit, and I found one, and we're going to that's going to be number six. So number one, set a target. I already touched on it earlier. Uh, and I know it sounds ultra grey and boring, but it's absolutely the key ingredient from moment to moment to moment, day to day to day, week to week to week, whatever, however you want to set them up. Like the second you open your eyes, you need a focus point for that day. Or you're just literally shooting in the dark, walking around with a blindfold on, hoping you're going to fall into this utopia where everything works out. It's not. It's just not. It's down to us. We've got to... Our brains react to being having things mapped out. Okay, that, that's why maps were bloody created, and that's how our brains work. It, it wants footsteps to follow. It, it, it's that's how we're designed, and and it's up to us to set those targets. And it doesn't have to be something overbearing, overcomplicated. All right, they can come in all shapes and sizes, and my suggestion is to start small. So set a simple target each and every day. Um, or the evening before, so like tomorrow, I am going to do this. Set that target, all right. Um, whether that's steps, a workout, nutrition target, one meal, whatever it may be, whatever it may be, and don't play it down. Take it seriously. Don't just say it flippantly. Do some commitment task around it, all right. And again, this is proven with studies in around habits. So, write it down. Make a note on your phone, whatever that may be, but make it's better to write it down to like synthesize it, it gets it into your head. Notepad, whatever works for you, and be specific, you know. Um, like set a specific target, you're gonna do it X time, whatever. Um, and, and again, like I said, it's so powerful. Like a golfer doesn't just fire off in the general vicinity of the target, well, maybe Rory for two of the days last week, but uh, they're very precise with the target that they're picking, aren't they? They're thinking about wind, slopes, bounce, um, all of those things, loft, in, the the gradients, everything comes into it, and, and probably even more when we're talking about Bryson, um, like air pressure and things like that. So be precise, like... The, guy, the, the guys on tour do it. The best golfers do it. Why wouldn't you be? Why wouldn't you do it? It's done for a reason because it's proven, proven time and time and again. So writing a simple sentence down like, today I'm going to do X at X time for X amount of time. Um, and then you've almost created an appointment, which makes it really log in there. It's a commitment that you've synthesized in your head, you, you've created it, you've agreed to it because it's an appointment kind of sentence, much more likely to carry it out, much more likely to succeed. And, and if you're going to succeed, you're going to do it again because it's rewarding, okay? So buy into it. Like it's using your own psychology against yourself, okay, or for yourself. Um, number two, get a grip around your nutrition mindset. Like, grow up <laughs> okay and the things we say and the things we do around nutrition are mind-boggling um so i'm going to give you a verbal slap all right nutrition is the most commonly overcomplicated element of our lives because we massively make a mess of it personally all right we're just looking for this magic potion and we've lost grip of reality all right 
Um, but simple steps to follow, all right? Make it fit your lifestyle. So if creating Tupperware mountains for your food every single day is not viable, don't do it. Why put yourself under pressure, okay? There's prep meals out there that do this stuff for you, all right? Make it fit your lifestyle. That might be fasting. It might be whatever. I can't sort of think off the top of my head, but there's so many options around nutrition. The best thing to do is to keep it simple. If you keep it simple, it then becomes repeatable. If it's repeatable, you're going to do it. If you do it, you're going to be rewarded. If you're rewarded, you're going to do it again. All right? It is a simple cycle. So things like that. And then look at meal timings. Look at when you're eating. Book it into your... And, and what I mean by that is plan. Like plan ahead for your meals. Plan your meals in. I know it sounds ridiculous. I know everybody knows what time breakfast is and what time lunch is, but book it in your diary. Again, it's, it's an appointment, and then you're more likely to have better food. That might be your thing from step one. At nine o'clock tomorrow, I am going to have yogurt, uh, protein powder, and granola. It's our favourite breakfast in the group. Um, do it. Just do that. All right. Um, Another thing about food is just don't just diet for the results. So you need to diet for a lifetime. Your diet is a lifestyle. It's your life. It's not something that's temporary just to get a certain result because then you go back on your normal diet and you're going to get back into your normal shape, aren't you? So a diet needs to be something that's long, long lasting. It needs to be boring. It needs to be you feel like you're not doing anything, making no effort. Okay. Keep it super simple. Get bored with your food, all right? Remove nutrition from the social calendar, all right? It, it, it's become an entertainment uh, and a social calendar event. We need to remove it from there. And the final point around nutrition is don't eat like a seven-year-old. Stop eating sherbet dib-dabs, um, wham bars, any shite you're putting in your mouth that a seven-year-old would put in the mouth. Stop eating from the tuck shop. Stop eating bloody poms and penguin bars and all that stuff, flumps, or whatever else crap that we're shoving down his face. We don't need it. We're on this group is mainly 40 plus year old guys. Like, come on. We don't need flying saucers. Like, let's let's uh, let's let's change his habits. Okay. If any of those things that I've just said are in your normal diet, please pop it in the comments. I'd love to know. I'd love to know what your seven-year-old uh, diet habit is, okay? So number three, start losing weight. Well, obvious. Um, but what I mean by that is figure it out. Like, it sounds easy, I know. Um, but just devote some time to tracking both your food and your weight. Put the two together, you're going to get a result. Uh, don't rush it and don't set unachievable goals. Just take your time, spend some time around it. If you need some help around that, obviously that's what I'm here for. And I just want to keep that sort of i know it's on the same lines as the nutrition um but spend some time on tracking if it's not measured you know it, it's it, you're just not gonna know what's going on okay there's a saying there but it's just completely escaped me as i've said it all right um the next one is be active every single day an absolute non-negotiable walk for 30 minutes a day um don't tell me you've not got time for that. Don't tell yourself you've not got time for that. 
split it into five minute walks, 10 minute walks, 15 minute walks, whatever. I've been out for a walk today around all the petrol stations in Chesterfield because I've got no fuel. I was out for an hour and 45 minutes uh, in the absolutely tipping down rain. Um, we can find time. I've got a busy day, but I've found time. Um, all sorts of benefits to walking from nutrition partitioning, improving digestion, gut health, NK cell production, building immunity, uh, all sorts of huge benefits around um, getting your walking and getting your steps in, okay? And it is a bare minimum, all right? And a non-negotiable. We should be doing this stuff every single day. It's not a challenge. But again, if you are challenged by it, book it in your diary, do it, all right? Make that appointment. Uh, number four, do resistance training. It, you've just got to, all right? You're not doing it to burn off food. You're doing it to build strength. You're doing it to increase your daily activity. You're doing it to build your BMR. You're building, you're doing it to look after yourself and age gracefully. You're doing it for later life, uh, bone health, uh, injury prevention. You're doing it for your golf. You're doing it for your kids, your grandkids. Do resistance training. You just you don't do impact training. Do resistance training. Okay. Build strength. Um, and I don't mean sort of Arnold Schwarzenegger strength, just build strength, okay? Use resistance training. Um, do advanced protocols, uh, increase your loads, like make it, make it difficult. Don't rush it, but just make progress steadily, all right? Um, and you'll make physique changes. It will come really quickly. Uh, and the big thing around that is accepting that it's, it's a long road, but it's a much more, there's much more payoff at the end of that road. Okay. Literally, the moment you stop running, you get nothing out of running. Okay. Other than sort of aches, pains, joint deterioration, things like that. It's it's just not, it's just not serving you guys. All right. And we're not going to talk about cardio. That is the thing that I'm purposely leaving out of this list because my belief is firmly it's not mass, it's not, it's not a priority. All of these things come above cardio, okay? Because you do all this stuff right, you're in a much better shape for your later life than you are by running around the streets, okay? And the big point, the final point, um, is don't do it alone, okay? And this is a lesson from the Ryder Cup. Like, like those guys on tour, um, they give us, they, they teach us so much about this game, but. One thing that stood out to me massively this week is I just think it's something that we miss out on as well, that it's a really, it's a sport where they're isolated for long periods of time. Yes, they've got a team of people around them, um, but it's a solo sport, isn't it? There's only them hitting the shots. It's, it's one of those pursuits where it's, it's you against the world. Um, and they have to deal with all the ups and downs because at the end of the day, the book stops with them. Um, and it can be a really uh, isolated place on the golf course for those guys, especially the top guys. It's a complete personal bat battle. But one thing that stood out to me uh, over the weekend was every single one of them or every single interview I watched, what did they say on Sunday to a man? Like, they love the team. Look at, look at Rory and Poulter, how they were, okay? And another thing they all said, I couldn't do it without them. 
it's it's a it's a really common theme from top sports people. Lewis Hamilton says it all the time. Couldn't do it without them. We were talking about his master the other day. Couldn't do it without you. It's it's the team, okay, and and it's huge, and that that is such a lesson for us to take forward, and that's what that's what this group is, and the client group, yeah, and that's what I try to foster. That's my big belief in community. Uh, these guys were talking Rory, Lowry, like I, all all weekend they were talking about this tough guy. Look at him, look at him at the end. He was crying his eyes out. Kepka. He was in the news before about not being a team player. Look at him. Bryson, like one of the apparently one of the most selfish people out there. Um, look at him. He was just all about the team, wasn't he? Did you take your pick? All, all of them uh, that I saw at one point or another, they denied the, the Ryder Cup and the team environment for them. I remember Rory saying it years ago. Um, but look at them, look at them now. They're all saying that they couldn't do it without the team and it's the most important thing and it's the best thing they've ever done. Shane Lowry won the Open at, um, at Port Rush. Like, it, how can... I, I wouldn't have ever thought he would say that this week topped that. How would anybody have thought that? But yet, for him, it did. So if it's, you know, the team environment, it's absolutely massive. Um, the lesson is true in fitness circles as well. Uh, when you look at successful things like CrossFit, all built around community, this built around community, because you know it's evolution. Again, it, it's a, it's from a, it's a primal instinct for us. We used to hunt in packs. We didn't you didn't go out on your own, okay? Um, it was that or die. And look at us on social media. It's it's groups and it's following people and it's tribal and all this stuff. Not because we're all nutters it's because it's just how we've evolved it's just evolution it's, it's part of us it's it's our makeup um so honestly having someone or a group of someone's on your shoulder it's the most important thing in any fitness journey uh, in the end it, it could be the single most important ingredient that you're missing out on and i really do believe that um the guys I coach certainly understand the value of being part of a team. We've just recently been golfing for the second time in a year, all complete strangers, and we're going to try and go again. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. It, it, the stories that we share, people telling you the deepest, darkest secrets. Um, it's so rewarding, and it's a place where people feel comfortable. It's so natural to us, but yet, as men, we tend to isolate ourselves from that environment okay um so that is my big thing i think in terms of the community get involved use it that's what we're here for that's what the client group is all about it's about sharing the journey it's about getting the results and um, which just happens better the, the guys that get the most out of it are the guys that uh, participate in that environment Okay, so I urge you to get involved in that environment. If that makes sense to you, if it's something that resonates, reach out to me. I'm happy to help. Um, and it's not something to force on people. It's just a belief. Uh, I just think it's huge. There's so much evidence for it um, around, around the evolutionary standpoint, other successful businesses, the community spirit. 
boot boot camps. Like people love to come together for for a cause, don't they? Look at look at the Euros. Look at coronavirus. We come together naturally. It's something we naturally do. But yet, when it comes to fitness, we'll sit and watch a YouTube video or some free document online and try and do it on his own. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. So there's a golfing community here uh, and a fitness community all rolled into one. You could stand to get huge, huge benefit out of it like never before and to break that cycle of dropping off from October to January and then trying to get back on the horse miles behind the game. And over over the years, that's going to compound, compound and you're going to end up worse and worse and worse each year. So the purpose of this podcast urge you to get up, take action, reach out and make use of the best golf fitness team there is, I promise you. Um, so that's enough for me. It's been great to see your comments in there. Uh, if anybody's got any questions or anything, like I said, that's resonated, please feel free to reach out. This pod- podcast will be on Spotify uh, as well, so it will be available if you've missed it live. Uh, but if you do want to catch live podcasts, by all means, come and visit us in the Fit Golfer Club. Um, it's free to join, and I put lots of free content out there all week long. And I'm always here to answer your questions and give you support and advice. So that's enough for me. Have a great week, and I shall speak to you really soon. Thank you.